this is your girl Cynthia, but you can call me Geeks, and you're listening to the new show right here on Active FM, where Christ music is hot music. I'm here to give you the lowdown on what's happening in the world around you, from general news to the markets and beyond. So listen to the show. It's amazing. You get to understand what's happening in the world around you. I was recently reading an article on different surveillance techniques uh, government uses to spy on people. For example, if you buy these new smart TVs, there's actually a clause in the manual that you shouldn't have an important or confidential conversation in front of the TV, even if it's off. Uh, the article also spoke about drones and satellites that they used, uh, used for the surveillance. But there was one type that stood out for me that they recently discovered, if I can say that word. So we'll be discussing this new form of surveillance that has come up. So keep listening to, for that. It's going to be awesome. Like I said, you're listening to Active FM. And not only do we give you hot music, we also have hot shows for you to listen to. Uh, remember, you can catch us on our website, www.activefm.co.za. So get downloading and start sharing. This is the new show with your girl Cynthia, but you can call me Geeks. Yo, how's everybody doing? My name is C. Living the Second, and you're listening to Active FM. You lift me up from my eyes with wonder. 
From Cape to Cairo in an aircraft built by South African teenagers. Six weeks after it took off from Cape Town, the aircraft built by teenagers has landed in Cairo, Egypt. During the 12,000-kilometer trip, they had to make some landing in Namibia, Malawi, Ethiopia, Zanzibar, Tanzania, and Uganda. Pirate Megan Awena, who is 17 years old, founder of Dream Global Project, Project, said she was thrilled by the accomplishment. The teenagers built the aircraft in three weeks from a kit manufactured in South Africa by the airplane factory. Construction included assembling thousands of small parts. Megan's father, uh, Des Wenner, who is a commercial pilot, said it would normally take 3,000 man-hours to assemble a sling for. The impressive feat had its challenges, Megan said. So that is that is crazy. I mean... For teenagers, this this is it's amazing for teenagers to actually build a whole plane and actually fly it. That is that is quite awesome. Kwebane's SARS report likely to be set aside. The public protector's finding on the SARS intelligence unit is irrational and likely to be set aside. That's the view of constitutional law expert Pierre DeVos. Busisiwe Gwebane's report said Pravim Gordon breached Section 209 of the Constitution by establishing the unit when he was SARS commissioner. He says it can be argued that Gordon approved the establishment of a, co- a covert information gathering unit and not an intelligence service. A different article says that DJ Fresh breaks his silence over SABC sacking apologies. Uh, DJ Fresh said in a statement after the SABC fired him on Tuesday afternoon that he has been freed from a burdensome monkey on his back. DJ Fresh, whose real name is Tato Sikwane, was sacked by the SABC on Tuesday afternoon. The seasoned radio personality had been suspended by the public broadcaster after complaint by a listener over his use of foul language on air. DJ Fresh, who was a hot topic throughout Tuesday, kicked off the day on a high as his guest featured on Newsroom Africa's morning television news show, Breaking Dawn. Minister hears allegations against police after 11 murders murdered on the weekend. The community uh, of Philippi East are demanding that the Minister of Police, Becky Tsele, deployed more police in their area. This comes after the body of six women aged aged between 18 to 26 were found shot dead on Friday evening and the bodies of five men aged between 18 and 39 were found shot dead on Saturday in Philippi East. The Western Cape's SAPS spokesperson Captain Frederick van Veek said that the motive for these shooting incidents remains the subject of the of an intensive police investigation. Community members confronted Tele and other officials at the law at the Lower Crossroads Community Hall in Philippi East, where he had come to hear their grievances on Monday. China denies debt trap over Africa. Chinese development projects in Africa must be sustainable. The government's top diplomat, 
told senior African ministers on Tuesday as he denounced outside forces who seek to vilify uh, cooperation by accusing China of creating debt traps. Chinese president pledged $60 billion to African nations at a China-Africa summit on cooperation in September, matching the size of funds offered to the previous summit in Johannesburg in 2015. Beijing had denied engaging in debt trap diplomacy and the Chinese president said in September government debt from Chinese interest-free loans due by the end of the year would be written off for the poorest African nations. But then the United States warns Africa and says that we should not expect debt relief. African countries running up debt won't be able to pay back, including to China, should not expect to be bailed out by Western-sponsored debt relief, the United States' top Africa diplomat, diplomat warned. The International Monetary Fund and World Bank began the Heavily Indebted Poor Countries initiative in 1996 to help the world's poorest countries clear billions of dollars worth of unsustainable debt. But Africa is facing another potential debt crisis today with around 40% of low-income countries in the region now in debt distress or at high risk of it, according to an IMF report released a year ago. Ebola death tolls 1,500 mark in DRC. Now that is a lot of people. More than 1,500 people have died in a nearly 10-month-old outbreak of Ebola in the Democratic Republic of Congo, the health ministry said. Um, as of Sunday, 1,506 people have died out of 2,239 recorded cases. Earlier this month, the virus claimed two lives in neighboring Uganda among a family who had traveled to the DRC. Nearly 141,000 people have been vaccinated in, in the affected eastern uh, DRC provinces of Ituri and, and North Kivu, the epicenter of the outbreak. And for some good news, Zimbabwe dollar returns a decade after it became worthless. So Zimbabwe has brought back its own currency. The Zimbabwean dollar, just over a decade after its usefulness was destroyed by hyperinflation. The central bank said that effective immediately currencies including the US dollar and South African rand in use since 2009 will no longer be accepted as legal tender. A, lo a local quasi currency, a local quasi currency known as bond notes, which was introduced in 2016, in 2016, but can't trade outside the country, and the electronic equivalent to the RTGS dollar will now be known as the Zimbabwean dollar. The authorities had abandoned the Zimbabwean dollar after inflation reached an estimated 500 billion percent in 2008, according to the International Monetary Fund. While the country has since used a basket of currencies from the continent and abroad, as well as, a bo as bond notes and the RTGS dollar, some government departments and agencies have until recently demanded payment in the green, green back. So that's uh, that's good news for Zimbabwe. Many killed, 50 houses burned in Taraba. Now, before I go into this news, 
in one of my shows, I actually spoke about uh, Ethiopia being a close country and and how they actually murdered Christians and stuff like that. And what I'm about to read is one of those articles where they don't tell the whole truth and stuff like that. Now, suspected uh, militia reportedly attacked Sandy, a Jukan town in Wakari local government area in Taraba state, killed many people and burnt about 50 houses at the weekend. It was gathered that the palace of the chief of Chunko, a police station, were raised down by the attackers in, in Chunko. President of Chukan Youth Organization Zonda Huko told Daily Trust that seven of the attackers were also killed. Ethiopia says plotter of failed coup is killed by military. The Ethiopian army uh, brigade accused of leading a failed coup against the original government has been killed in a firefight with the security. General Asamu Tige was killed on the outskirts of Bihar, the capital on the Ristif North Amaru region. Ethiopian forces have been hunting down Asmanu As since soldiers loyal to him on Saturday attacked a meeting of the Amara government, killing the regional governor and his advisor. The regional attorney general wound, the regional attorney general was wounded in the attack, died of his wounds on Monday, according to the local media reports. The attack in Bird Bahirda was followed hours lately by the assassination in the national capital Addis Ababa of the chief of Ethiopia's military and a retired army general by a bodyguard. And that's it for the segment. Remember, you can catch Active FM on our Instagram page at ActiveFM777. I'm going to say that again, at ActiveFM777. And you can catch me personally on my Instagram page at Cynthia underscore Gigs, and Gigs is spelled G-I-K-S. So the ActiveFM Instagram handle is at ActiveFM777. And my personal Instagram handle is at Cynthia underscore Gigs, and Gigs is spelled G-I-K-S. Yes, and you can DM me if you have any questions or topics that you would want to be discussed, or if you just want to say hello. This is Active Film where Christ music is hot music.
passionate about mobility and solutions that make a difference in your business. From mobile sales and sales management to van sales and proof of delivery. For, For a, a demo, demo call RapidTrade on 011-493-9755. RapidTrade. Like I said earlier, I was reading an article on government surveillance. Now, what is government surveillance? Uh, Government surveillance is government... uh, No. Government surveillance is surveillance which is used by government for intelligence gathering, uh, prevention of crime, the protection of a process, person, group, or object or the investigation of crime. Surveillance can be viewed as a violation of privacy and as such is often opposed by various uh, various civil liberties groups and activists. So what that de- definition is basically saying is that there are people that accept this whole government surveillance things and then there's the activists that are totally against that. So, yeah, so I was basically reading an article about that and something interesting came up and it was a new form of surveillance and are you ready to hear what it is? Drum roll. It's cardiac surveillance. Government can now track your unique heartbeat. Now, that is crazy. Before we go into that, here are some government projects or surveillance, mass surveillance projects that the government has. The first one is Echelon. It's a signals intelligence collection and an analysis network operated on behalf of the five signatory states to the UK-USA security agreement. Uh, In the European Union, we have INDECT. It's a research project funded by the European Union to develop surveillance methods, for example, processing CCTV camera data streams for the monitoring of abnormal behaviours in an urban environment. In Australia, in August 2014, it was reported that law enforcement agencies had been accessing Australians' web browsing histories via internet providers such as Tel- Telstra without a warrant. In China, uh, we see the Golden Shield Project, also known as the Great Firewall of China, It is a censorship and surveillance project operated by the Ministry of Public Security, Division of the Government of the People's Republic of China. The project was initiated in 1998 and began operations in November 2003. In France, we see the Frenchelon, a data collection and analysis network operated by the French... uh, In Germany, we have Project 6, which is a global surveillance project jointly operated by the German intelligence agencies uh, in close cooperation with the United States Central Intelligence Agency. In India, we see NetGrid, an intelligence grid that links the databases of several departments and ministries of the government of the government of India. In Russia, we have SOM, which is a technical system used by the Federal Security Service of the Russia Federation to monitor internet and telephone communication. That one is scary. In Sweden, we have X-Keyscore, a system used by the United States National Security Agency for searching and analyzing internet, internet data about foreign nationals. FRA has been granted access to the program. 
And there's like so much more we have in the United Kingdom impact nominal index. And uh, that is the impact nominal, nominal index or INI is a computer system that enables the UK police force to establish whether other re relevant authorities are holding information regarding a person of interest. And there's like so many uh, different projects and cy cyber security projects that they have. And they recently come and found cardiac surveillance, where the government can now track your unique um, heartbeat. And that is crazy. But did you know that your heart is one of a kind? Not metaphorically speaking, but literally. Your heartbeat or cardiac signature is as unique to you as your fingerprint. While cardiac signatures are mostly commonly used to defect fatal heart conditions, the Apple Watch's EKG monitor is already saving people's life. Uh, your heartbeat will soon be used to identify who you are. So people don't, they, they basically don't have to find, do this whole facial rec recognition thing anymore. It's all about your heartbeat. If they can listen to your heartbeat, then they can tell who you are. And just like the research in, uh, in all other areas of biometrics, which are fingerprints, irises, palm prints, faces, guillet, DNA, typing rhythm, and voice, cardiac signatures will fall into the identification purgatory of surveillance and security. A new device developed for the Pentagon after U.S. Special Forces requested it can identify people without seeing their faces. Instead, it detects their unique cardiac signature with an infrared laser. While it works at 200 meters, which is 219 yards, longer distances could be possible with a better laser. So it's basically saying that the technology is not really developed to its fullest yet, but hey, the technology is there. The new device called Jetson, uses a technique known as laser vibrometry to detect the surface movement caused by the heartbeat. This works through typical clothing like a shirt and a jacket, though not thicker clothing such as a winter coat. Cardiac signatures are already used for security identification. The Canadian company NIMI has developed a wrist-worn pulse sensor as an alternative to fingerprint identification. The technology has, has been trialed by the Halifax Building Society in the UK. Now, before long, cardiac signatures will, will be added to the FBI's next generation identification, which is the expansion of their fin fingerprint identification system to include more biometrics such as palm prints, irises, and facial IDs. How exactly they'll collect the heartbeats, I'm not sure, but you can DM me on that. But what I would imagine is that wearable device companies will play some role here since some of these wearables have already been made function like the EKG system on the Apple app, on the Apple Watch while I don't think that either of these uh, companies will comply with the government others will likely follow suit we already know of stories where uh, the FBI has gone and taken Apple to court because they want a person's information on, on an Apple phone and, and all these things 
but there will be companies that will work with the government with this. Now, biometrics have long picked our security interests, but it's biometrics for the purposes of surveillance, both governmentally and corporately, where the money is being dumped. Now, if we look at corporate biometric users, Biometric will take tracking to another extreme. Now, if you've watched the movie Oceans 13, I, I loved all, all, all the Oceans movie, but if you watch the movie Oceans 13, the bank casino deploys a system called the Greco Player Tracker, which analyzes a person's heart rate, temperature, facial reactions, and pupil dilation to determine whether a one is legitimate or not. Basically, to catch cheaters in the act. So if you've watched the movies, what the technology in the movie does is, if you're a cheater, you won't be as excited as if you won by chance. Now, in 2007, it seemed futuristic and impossible. But however, it is 12 years later, all of those technologies exist for the cardiac signature detection to the artificial intelligent models uh, that compile the data. This gives you an idea of how a casino would use the technology for security, but the same technology could be used for tracking and identifying emotions, feeding into a future of emotion-based advertising. In the next 20 years of advertising will be defined by emotional intelligence and the ability of advertisers to understand the feelings and emotions that customers have towards their interests at any given time. Now the New York Times rolled out a tool earlier this year called Project Feels that lets advertisers target ads to content based on emotional responses the content is predicted to have. The New York Times rolled out a tool earlier this year called Project Feels that lets advertisers target ads to content based on emotional responses the content is predicted to have. With the ability to understand the mood that someone will be in after they read the article. The New York Times can more accurately queue up subsequent articles to keep their attention. And 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 a lot of data, I don't know if you, if you go onto YouTube and stuff like that, you actually find a lot of reaction videos where they'll play a promo or they'll show someone something and then based on people's reaction, that's how they'll start advertising the whole thing and stuff. Now, Facebook and Google could employ biometric tracking to improve their advertising offering, giving better feedback on the effectiveness of an advertiser's message. Physical retail stores could track a person's movement and reactions, thus predicting preferences. These are a bit more far future, but we aren't taking the steps to prevent biometric tracking today. Now, ethically deprived, the main issue is that our ethics and norms have yet to catch up to the encompass surveillance possibilities, let, al let alone how biometric plays into this. And it's not customary with all the technology. With robotic automation, we have a visceral uproar to the loss of jobs. So like I, in one of my shows, I actually spoke in the last show, that I actually spoke about the fact that with artificial intelligence and all of this, there will be a lot of unemployment. With invasive advertising tracking, we involuntarily get creeped out. So with this new emotional advertising and stuff like that you could be in a horrible mood because someone did something to you and then all of a sudden this ad pops up because, and you're not really into such things uh, with predatory robocalls we can get very very annoyed with surveillance and the talk of losing our privacy we say i have nothing to hide and move on with our day and this just makes no sense 
when you're at a restaurant and you're talking to whoever you're dining with, you'd be pretty freaked out if someone was eavesdropping on your conversation. You might talk quieter or even uh, tell them to go away. Yet for some reason, when this happens digitally, our social values go right out the window. And all of a sudden, if it's all right for eavesdroppers to tune into our conversation, suddenly we have nothing to hide. First of all, if you're in a prov profession where you need to protect information, which like lawyers, judges, doctors, politicians, government officials, police officers, members of the armed force, or security services, as well as journalists, activists, trade unionists, or us associated with anyone who is in any of these categories, then government surveillance accessing this information should frighten you. Additionally, biometric surveillance will eliminate any and all hope of walking around anonymously. So this will be, if I can put it with what I've been speaking about with a lot of my shows is, it's going to be bad for closed countries where a lot of the churches are underground and stuff like that, where uh, the churches meet in secret and stuff like and, and and things like that. If they can use this to basically track people, if it's your heart signature and stuff like that, then they could use this to go against the church. But we know that the church will always grow. So yeah, that is basically that with the new type of surveillance that they're bringing up. Based on based on what I just told you, we can see that the. The, the, the technology is not full at its full potential yet. Like they say, it's only like 200 kilometers. It can only think 200 kilometers. And if you're wearing light clothing and stuff like that. But knowing government, they are working on that. They are working on the technology. And soon enough, they'll be able to track you based on your hot signature. So yeah, like I said, this is Cynthia. You're listening to the new show right here on Active FM where Christ music is hot music. We have come to the end of the show where I have to say my goodbyes. But hey, you can't, we, go, we don't just stop there. Just go on to www.activefm.co.za and you'll find all the amazing shows. Get downloading, start sharing, give it to someone as a gift. Listen to it as you're going to work. Listen to it when you're coming back from work. Listen to it while you're working. Listen to it while you're making food. Just listen to the shows. It's, they're really, really awesome. Like I said, I'm Cynthia, but you can call me Gigs. This is the new show on Active Affair, and I'm signing out. Peace. Jesus was The exceptional new active worship album, As Above, So Below, is out. Get your very own copy on iTunes. available on Spotify, Deezer, Apple Music and so much more. Sometimes they don't act upon their words And you, my Lord, always answer when I call I know I can lean on you 
phone. 